0: Collision was imminent, but Sin did not slow or hesitate. His arms wrapped around his prey, noting its slim form, the scent reminiscent of lichen, mixed with blood and something oddly floral. Then the world exploded in a riot of fur, flesh, and snarls as the werewolf hit them both. They all rolled in a tumble of limbs, wings, and teeth, dropping over the edge of the roof and landing upon the Victoria Embankment with a massive crash. Pavers cracked, Sin's wing did too. He registered the sharp pain with a grunt, light popping behind his eyes. He did not let go of his prey, and yet his arms were empty, and dozens of tiny black birds flapped around his face with frantic wings obscuring his sight. They took to the sky- leaving him with an enormous, brassed-off werewolf crushing his chest. Sin watched the birds take flight and then roared his outrage, letting loose a bolt of lightning, his greatest weapon, and one he still had yet to get under full control. The were yelped, its big body writhing and launching into the air from the force. It tumbled several feet before righting and leaping to its feet. When it stood... It was no longer a wolf, but a man, as naked as Sin, and glaring bloody murder his way. Impudent pup, growled Ian Ranulf, Lycan King and Sin's brother-in-law. You nearly burnt my cords off. Sin vanished his wings with a thought and willed the color of his flesh from that of clear crystal to the human tone he'd been born with before standing and dusting off his sore ass. And you cost me my prey. What the bloody hell were you thinking, Ian? Ian's mouth opened as if to retort, then slammed shut as he scowled. With a sharp breath, he tilted his head and glanced at the sky, his expression thoughtful. You know, dear brother, I really cannot see. Dressed in borrowed clothes, which consisted of a fine lawn shirt, wool coat and heavy kilt, Sin sat back in his chair by the fire and took a bracing sip of brandy. The liquor burned smooth and luscious down his throat, yet it did little to soothe him. He had not entered this study in years, and he felt every single one of them acutely. While he'd never called this place home, he'd been welcome here once, and he'd been cast out of here once too. After a small but irritating debate, Sin had agreed to follow Ian back to his home. They clearly had much to discuss, and standing stark naked in the middle of London was hardly an intelligent course of action. And Sin couldn't bring Ian back to his place. No one could ever know where Sin lived. So to Ian's they went. Sin could not leave here soon enough. She's visiting Miranda and Archer at their country estate. Ian's casual comment broke their silence. Sin straightened in his seat and glanced at his brother-in-law who lounged in the chair across from him. Firelight gleamed in Ian's blue eyes giving him a faintly demonic appearance but his elegant sprawl and watchful manner spoke of pure lichen. They spoke of Daisy, Ian's wife and Sin's sister. Sin had three sisters Daisy, Miranda, and Poppy, all three of them had cut Sin out of their lives, for good reason. An ugly sludge of regret and shame pushed through his gut. He tapped it down by force of will and faced Ian without wincing. Are you going to tell her? Does she ever speak of me? Do any of them? He couldn't ask. I do not keep things from my wife. A lazy smile drifted across his lips. However, I shall refrain from speaking of it until she is in a receptive mood. Sin's mouth twisted at the thought of how Ian would get his wife in such a mood. Careful, Ranulph. she's still my sister. I'd rather think of her as pure and untouched if it's all the same to you. Ian grinned outright. Warms the cockles of my heart to see you ruffled over Daisy's honour even now. His open expression shuddered. What was it that you chased tonight? Sin set his glass aside on the small table between them. I don't know, which is rare. Since becoming